Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Low Vision, sponsored by the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and I'll be your host this evening as we talk about what's new in video magnifiers. This podcast is also being recorded by Dick Burden and Ayers LA, and it will be available in about three days at the cclbi.org website, and that web address is www.cclvi.org, and it will also be available at the Ayers LA website, and that is at www.airsla.org. Lastly, these podcasts, as well as many other podcasts that we have produced, are going to be airing on ACB Radio, and that's going to be on uh, Friday evenings and part of Saturdays. And to get more information about that, you could simply go to www.acbradio.com. Again, that's www.acbradio.com. Well, this evening, we're going to be talking about what are some of the latest advances in the newest technology in video magnifiers. Now, video magnifiers are also known as closed-circuit televisions. These are devices that really help many people who have low vision to be able to see small print for reading or to be able to see small print if they're going to be doing different mathematical calculations. They can help people to take care of their finances, balance their checkbook, pay their bills, and they're also great for other types of activities such as painting or doing different types of arts and crafts. In fact, I even have one gentleman who repairs Rolex watches, and he's been doing that for a number of years, and after he lost some of his vision, the CCTV has allowed him to continue to be one of the finest watch repair person in the world. Now, CCTVs were invented in the 1980s, and it was invented by Dr. Samuel Janinsky. His CCTV was designed such that he had a television set, and that was then attached to a camera. Now, the camera then suspended from the air and pointed directly straight down onto the desk. This allowed Dr. Janensky to then place a book or other type of reading material directly underneath the camera, and he could focus it with the camera, and it then would display onto the computer screen. Now, this is something that was really, really, truly amazing because the video magnifier that Dr. Janensky invented, it offered so much more magnification than a magnifying glass. For example... The most popular types of magnifying glasses may have up to four times or five times magnification. But these video magnifiers, they can offer as much as 95 times magnification. But in addition to that, they can increase the brightness, they can increase the contrast, and you could also customize the colors of the background and the text. So, for example... There's many people who have low vision and have macular degeneration who are able to read much, much easier if there is a black or a blue background with yellow letters. 
This makes it much, much easier for them to read as compared to reading black letters on a white background. For other people, some people have eye conditions such as diabetic retinopathy, and this affects their color vision. So for many people with diabetic retinopathy, there may be another type of color combination that works best for them. It may be that looking at a black background with light green letters really improves their vision for reading very, very well. Now, over the years, CCTVs or video magnifiers have become better and better and better. I mean, the technology has really, really improved, and as a result, we see a lot of major changes. Number one, we see it's the size of the screen that one would look at the reading materials has really increased. Before, the CCTV screens were about 13 to 15 inches, and now we have monitors that are 24 inches very, very commonly. Number two, the monitors that are used to display the words or the photographs or anything that you're looking at, they have much higher resolution which means that they are much clearer, they're much sharper, and they're also much brighter. Most of the manufacturers of CCTV video magnifiers, they now use what is called the LCD display as a monitor. These are those very, very fancy types of computer screens that are very thin. Now, the advantage of that particular type of a screen is that it makes it easier for the person who's using the machine to adjust the position of the screen. So, for example, if you need the screen to be a little bit higher, you can move it higher, or you could lower it, or you could tilt it, or you could swivel it. And in some models, you could even move the monitor or the screen closer or further away from your eyes. This helps people so they don't get as much back pain or neck pain as you're trying to adjust to that optimal distance. Now, one other very, very important factor about the new screens is that they're not only sharper and easier to look through, but they're also safer for the eyes. They do not have that high level of radiation that came from some of the earlier monitors in the 1980s. So the new monitors are really something that has really improved and they really make it much easier for people to read if they have low vision. Another major improvement is with the cameras that are used in these video magnifiers. The cameras that are used, they contain very, very high quality video magnifiers with precision lenses. These types of lenses and the high quality cameras allow the machines to have much more magnification and it allows the person to zoom in or to zoom out much, much faster. The earliest video magnifiers were such that the user would have to adjust the focus. So let's say that you were reading a book. You would have to adjust the focus as you read page one, and then when you turn to page two, you may have to adjust the focus again. With these new machines, they automatically focus for you so the user does not have to focus. This autofocus also makes it really, really great so that if you're going to be doing arts and crafts or repairing anything underneath the machine, it will automatically focus. So, for example, the watch repairman never has to focus it because the camera will focus it automatically.
We also have other people. One woman, she loves to paint pearls. She buys these pearls, and she uses hair and ink, and she draws these intricate faces on the pearls. And so she has a little device that could hold the pearl, and the camera will focus on that automatically. Also, we see that there's other people who will use the video magnifier to repair computers. A lot of computer repair people who fix the notebook computers, the small portable laptop notebook computers, they will often continue to run their business and they place the broken computers underneath the CCTV and they could see things and replace the broken parts very, very effectively. Now today, the great thing about video magnifiers is that we really see that overall the quality of the most popular video magnifiers are really excellent. I mean, we're talking about some of the best types of electronics in the world, and they're all available to people with low vision. What's also really, really great is that the prices, the prices of these machines are actually lowering. The companies are now using a lot of technology that has been designed for different types of consumer products. So, for example, a lot of the different types of computer monitors that a person will use in their home computer, these computer monitors can be used with some of the video magnifiers. Similarly, the same types of materials that are used in the cameras and the other electronic components can be mixed and matched. So as a result, we find that the video magnifiers have lowered in price, and we're now seeing that video magnifiers range from about $2,000 all the way up to about $3,500. Now, the first thing that we would recommend is that when you do purchase a video magnifier, it's very, very, very important that you look at multiple brands side by side. And the reason for this is that this is really the only way that you'll be able to compare one machine with another. If you try one machine on one day and the following day you try a different competitor, it would be very difficult for you to, to make a decision as to whether or not one is a little bit easier to read the material with or if the colors look a bit better or not. So in the United States, most of the major companies that produce and manufacture video magnifiers, they have vendors throughout the country, and these are people who will come to your home or they will go to your doctor's office, and they will bring the video magnifier for you to try it. What I recommend that you would do is that you would ask multiple manufacturers to bring their products to your home or to your doctor's office so that you could compare them side by side on the same day at the same time. Secondly, when you do go to try these machines, you want to bring the things that you will be reading. So if you usually read the newspaper and you like to read the Wall Street Journal, bring your Wall Street Journal so you can look at the charts and the graphs. If you're going to be repairing different types of instruments, maybe you repair different types of clocks, or you have other ornaments that you like to work on. Joe has left the conference.
if there's other types of ornaments or other types of crafts that you work on, bring those to the office so that you can literally place them underneath the machine and see which one works the best for you. Now, the most popular types of manufacturers of the video magnifiers are, number one, Enhanced Vision. And this is a company that is here in California, and they specialize in producing video magnifiers. Number two, a company called Freedom Scientific. And they are also the manufacturer of many other types of products for people who are visually impaired. Number three, Optilec. And Optilec manufactures video magnifiers, and they also distribute hand magnifiers and other types of devices for people with low vision. And number four, there's another company that is called Magnesite. And Magnesite, they are a growing company that is now located in Texas. And they are really a, a very, very strong company that has a very, very nice product as well. Now, with these companies, the nice thing about it is that these companies really work very, very closely with many of the low-vision eye doctors here in the United States. And this is really great because when we make recommendations, they will often implement these recommendations, and this is how these new improvements occur. I'd say for this year, the first improvement of all the machines that we do observe is the fact that the screen size has increased. You can get screen sizes ranging from 17 inches to 24 inches very, very readily available with each and every company. If for whatever reason you do need something larger, it is also possible that you could even have a larger screen. I had a patient who came in about a month ago, and this was a person who had some very specific needs. What he wanted to be able to do is he wanted to continue to paint. He was an oil, uh, oil on canvas type of artist, and he wanted to be able to see a large, large image of what he was painting. And his goal was that the entire wall, he wanted the entire wall to be a screen. So what I did is then I spoke to the manufacturer, and we designed a way that we would actually put a movie screen on the wall. And then we used a special type of a connector, and then anything that he was trying to paint, we put that picture underneath the CCTV. At that particular point in time, he would then magnify it, and it would be displayed on the wall, and what he saw clearly on the wall, it allowed him to paint it on the canvas. So this was a very, very, you know, uh, extraordinary request that he had. In many ways, I thought that it was overkill, but that was, in fact, what he wanted. And it was something that really worked very well, and it allowed him to be able to continue to paint. So... The answer about the new changes is that the size of the screen can be as large as even a wall in your home. You could have a movie screen placed on the wall of your home, and the video magnifier, CCTV, will display what you're looking at on the wall. Now, we don't recommend that all the time because 
it is something that would make reading a bit challenging. If you're sitting in front of your wall and you have to move your eyes from one end of the wall to the other, uh, sometimes your eyes may become a bit tired that way. Another thing that we see this year as an improvement is we see that the cameras that are being used in the video magnifiers, they often have the option of what's called high definition. And with a high definition camera, this gives the person a greater level of clarity and it is most helpful for people who have quite good vision. There's many people who have conditions such as retinitis pigmentosa or glaucoma and their clarity of sight is still quite good. Now, for these patients, they often would like to be able to see a wider field of view. In other words, they would like to put a paperback book underneath the CCTV and they would like to be able to see the whole width of the page and have it very, very sharp. Well, with the new high-definition cameras in these video magnifiers, you can get a wider field of view with higher contrast and a sharper image. So for these people, the investment of a high-definition camera is really worth the money because it gives them a wider field of view. The difference in price for a high-definition camera, it may between, be between two to $300, but it makes a world of difference for people who are really looking to have a wider field of view and to read this other type of print. A third improvement that we're seeing in the video magnifiers is we see that the video magnifiers now are coming out with speech. That's right, speech. What this means is that if you're reading a book, let's say that you're reading a long novel, and your eyes begin tired, what you can do is you could then press a button, and each time that you turn the page, the CCTV will then begin to read the words aloud for you. This is a way that the CCTV can read every word in that book for you, almost as though you are reading a book on tape. People really, really seem to like this feature. At first I thought people really wouldn't like it that much. I thought that they wouldn't want to spend the extra money. But we're finding that many, many of our patients they think this is a great idea because their eyes often get tired when they're reading, so they could read when they want to, and as they become tired, they could press a button, and it will then read it out loud. With these types of video magnifiers that have speech like this, you could also have it change the speech from a male's voice to a female's voice. It will also read things in different accents. So let's say, for example, that you enjoyed reading French and you're reading a book that was written in French. Well, you could change this voice so that it will have a French accent or a Spanish accent or an Australian accent. So whatever it is that you're reading, it will sound most natural to you. And this is something that people really, really find to be really an exciting new advancement. Now, the added cost for that type of feature it really is very, very minimal when you consider what that technology could do. That technology will only, it will only read things that have been typewritten. If you handwrite something, it probably will not be able to read it. But if there's a letter that you receive in the mail 
or if you get a bill from the water company or you read in a newspaper, anything that has been typed, it will read it. And the added cost for that type of speech is about $200. So it's very, very affordable with respect to what that technology really could offer. Another area of improvements in the video magnifiers is with the portable video magnifiers. We see that there are more and more companies that are making the portable video magnifiers, and this is really something that is taking a large percentage of the sales. In the past, most people who bought video magnifiers, CCTVs, would buy the type that you would have a large television and you would set that on your desk. But more and more people are now purchasing the portables because these are small enough that you could fit it in your purse or you could fit it in your shirt pocket, and it has enough magnification. So if you're at the store, you could read the menu. If you're doing your banking, you could read all the numbers. And they're also something that helps you so that if you're grocery shopping and you want to read how many calories or how much sugar, how much fat is in this container, you could read that very, very easily. Now, the portable video magnifiers have really, really improved. I mean, these are really amazing. The size of them, they're about the size of a cell phone, and they have an incredibly bright and clear screen, and the magnification now goes up to close to 18 times magnification. With these systems, a person could change the colors of the background, so they work just like the desktop units do. You can now also use it and capture images of things. Now, this is kind of an interesting concept, but let's say, for example, that you did go to a arts and crafts fair, and maybe there were three people who had something that you really liked, and they gave you their business card. Well, what you could do with these portable video magnifiers, you could push a button, and that's going to capture an image of that business card, and then when you get the business card from another salesperson, you could capture an image of that. And then if another person gives you one, you could capture that image. So if you go home and then you then want to call up one of these fellows, you just turn on your video magnifier, and then you could scroll through it, and you could magnify those business cards, and you'll have it right there with you. So this is something that I think is a great idea because this way, People with low vision will always have the telephone numbers that are important. If you need to know the telephone number for your dentist, you could have it right there with you in your video magnifier. You could have the telephone numbers of the taxi, your physician, your ophthalmologist, your pharmacist. Everybody be right in there. You don't have to carry these things around with you. Another great thing about the portable video magnifiers is that they have really come down in price. When these were first released about six years ago, uh, they were pretty expensive. Many of them were over $1,000, and we see that most of these video magnifiers now are right around the four to $500 range. One company, Optilec, has come out with a new portable video magnifier that has a five-inch screen. We find that a lot of people really like this one because this screen is a bit bigger, and so it gives you more magnification, and it gives a person a wider area to read. So if you're at home and you're reading a book or a magazine, it's very, very comfortable to put it right on your lap 
and you could slide it along and you could read it very, very well. So that one there is called the Optelect 5HD. The HD represents the high-definition camera. Another company has one which I think is really, really great, and this is from Humanware. And the Humanware portable video magnifier, it has many different features there. One of the features that it has is that it has the ability to also play audiobooks. So if you receive audiobooks from the National Library Service or any other low vision agency, if they mail that book to you, you could just plug that little cartridge right into the video magnifier and you could listen to it. So if you're in a taxi and you're going someplace, you could listen to it. You could also use it to listen to music. You could use it to read things because it will magnify the text. And it can also perform some other really nice features where it will allow you to see things at middle distances. So let's say, for example, that you're at the grocery store and you can't really read that can that's on the top shelf. Well, with this one, you could point this portable video magnifier at the top shelf, and then you'll be able to see it. So that's really another very, very nice feature. The last thing that I'm going to talk about is the third classification of video magnifiers, and this is the video magnifier that can focus both far and near. Many students, adults and children, both who go to school, often need to see something that's on the chalkboard. Or you might go to a conference and they are using slides. They might have photographs, but you can't see them from the back of the auditorium. Well, these video magnifiers are video magnifiers that have a camera and you could point the camera on the screen, or you could point it to the chalkboard, and then you could focus in on that image, and it'll allow you to see it. So we see that a lot of students really like these kinds of distance and near video magnifiers, because it allows them to go to different art shows, they could go to seminars, they could go all sorts of different places, and they could see what's far and close. This can also be used to read and to write because you could focus the camera down on your desk. And what's also great about it is that these types of near and far focusing cameras will also focus on your face. So if you needed to put on some makeup or pluck a few eyebrows, you could focus it directly on your face and you'll see your face in a magnified view just as though you were looking at a mirror. So these are really, really great types of devices, and we find that people are really finding them to be very, very helpful. Now, let's talk real quickly about what is the range of prices between these near and far focusing video magnifiers. The prices range any place from $1,800 all the way up to about $3,000. They even have some models that will read for you out loud. So each of these manufacturers, they do make their own version of each of these types of video magnifiers, and I think that if you contact any one of these companies, you'll be very, very pleased when you try them. Another possibility is if you live in a city that has a low-vision rehabilitation center. For example, here in Los Angeles, our center, the Center for the Partially Sighted, 
we have five different offices throughout Southern California, and at each one of our offices, we have all of these different brands of video magnifiers so our patients could compare them and not feel pressured by a salesperson or anything of that type. So you might contact some of these different agencies. If you're in New York, you might find at the New York Lighthouse, they have a wide variety, so you could go there and you could compare the different machines. In Illinois, uh, there is Spectrios that would have these. Also, in many states, there may be a college of optometry. So, for example, in Boston, you have the Boston College of Optometry. In Houston, Texas, there's a college of optometry. All of these different types of schools of optometry should have departments where you could take a look at these different types of devices, and they're very, very helpful. So let's do this. At this time, we're going to open up to questions and other comments. I'm certain that some of you have seen some of the newer products that came out this year. And to unmute your phone, uh, would you all press star six, and then we'll go ahead and open up to questions or just other comments that you have. So press star six. Dr. Bill? Yes, sir. It's Richard. I have two questions maybe you could address for the audience. <clears throat> and having been a rehab counselor, and I, I think this is a good question that <clears throat> may come up. What is out there in terms of funding opportunities for people looking to get themselves a video magnifier and yet they don't have the resources for $1,000 to $3,000 or even a few hundred dollars for the portable unit. What funding opportunities may exist for people to look into? Yeah, that's a really, really great question, and that's something that comes up all the time. The first thing that I would recommend is that within your state, most states do have a Department of Rehabilitation. So, for example, here in California, we have the California Department of Rehabilitation. And they will interview clients who are 18 years and older. And during that interview, you could explain to them what is your difficulty. You could say, I'm unable to pay my bills because I cannot see the mail that I see receive. I cannot see well enough to write a check. I cannot see well enough to take my medications. I've taken the wrong medication. Well, in these types of situations where you are having these types of difficulties, they will often make you a client of theirs, and they will then ask you to come into a doctor's office or a technology office or where they will then make that evaluation of what would be the best video magnifier for you. Also, if you are an employed person, maybe that you're employed part-time or you just started a home business, and you're trying to get your business at home off the ground. Or maybe you're a student. You went back to school or you're going to college and you're having a hard time doing your schoolwork because you can't read it. The Department of Rehabilitation may also then provide one of these types of video magnifiers as well as other equipment. It may be a computer. Uh, we've had situations where it has been really very helpful where a student has received a notebook computer with JAWS, and they've also received a desktop video magnifier and a portable video magnifier. 
so it really is up to the person who is doing that evaluation to write a report to explain to them why you need these things. But we found that they have been very, very generous. In other states, you may find that there are different other types of opportunities. We have found many times that service organizations, such as the Lions Club or the Kiwanis Club, that they have funded a video magnifier for people. There's also other smaller types of foundations. In California, one of them is called Change a Life Foundation, and they will very, very often purchase these types of video magnifiers for adults and children. If families have low income, then they will often purchase these kinds of video magnifiers for them. At our center, uh, the Center for the Partially Sighted, we have so many people who purchase these kinds of machines, and many times they will donate the machines to us. So, for example, they might have purchased a newer version that has a bigger screen, and they will donate a machine to us, and they will ask that we will give it to a person in need. So we give away video magnifiers very, very frequently, and so if you go to a low vision center in your area, you may find many of them have a lot of CCTV video magnifiers that they're willing to give away. So I would say those are some of the options, and perhaps the best thing to do would be to contact somebody from the Department of Rehabilitation, or if there's a low vision agency in your town, call them and ask them if they know of some specific resources. Another question, please? Dr. Bell? Yes. It's Connie from Oklahoma. Hi, Connie. Can you tell me the name of the second one that you were talking about, the, one of the handheld ones that you said could also play the tapes from the library? What was the name of that one again? Yes. Uh, there is a portable video magnifier from a company called Humanware. Humanware. Yes, and it is called the Versa, V-E-R-S-A. V-E-R-S-A, okay. And that has the ability to play music. It could also play the talking book cartridges you get from the National Library Service. Okay. Do you know what the price range of that one is? Uh, off the top of my head, I, I don't. I believe okay. it, it's something around 895 Okay. $895. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Another question, or anybody have a comment, anything they'd like to share? Uh, I oh, have yes, a... Dr. Bill. This... Oh, sorry. Yes, Go ahead. Talk I'm sorry. I think we both started at the same time. Um, Dr. Bill, I had a question. You were talking about the speech that could be added to a CCTV. Can it be added to one you already have, or do you have to purchase a new one with that function on it? My understanding is that if you do want something to have speech on your CCTV, you would have to trade yours in for that newer version. So most of these manufacturers are very, very good about giving you a credit. So, for example, if you have an older machine and you now want one that will read out loud for you, uh, you could just tell them, you know what, I really can't afford to do this right now unless you're able to help me to sell my machine, 
and they'll often give you a, a trade-in. You could also go ahead and contact the Department of Rehabilitation. So if in your state, if you already have a case with the Department of Rehabilitation, you could open a case again. If you do not have a counselor and a case, you could contact the Department of Rehabilitation. Just tell them that you're having these vision problems and it's affecting your schooling or your work. Tell them my eyes are getting really, really tired and I, I really think that I need a talking video magnifier. Thank you. I have one more very quick uh, question, I hope. Um, my problem of late is degenerative myopia and loss of uh, the contrast. Black now looks gray. Which one of the CCTVs, uh, not the portables, but the larger screen, do you feel gives the boldest black? I can only do black on white. Yes, to be quite honest, I, I have not had any vision for about three years, so I don't know of these latest versions, which is the blackest black. Does anybody online know maybe? That would help. I'd be so appreciative. But when I had when I had my vision, I thought that the Enhanced Vision Merlin I've heard that. Had the had the blackest black. And uh that that was that was the, the deciding factor for me to buy that. Thank you. Does anybody else have any other experience of which really has a, a very dark background? This is Richard. Um, <clears throat> I use uh, black on white, white on black, um, actually white text with a black background, and I use an Optilec that I purchased on my own in about eight years ago now. Um, back then, it was one of the few two years that Optilec, um, I guess, didn't know what they were doing. To my fortune, and then had a lifetime guarantee on the product. So if anything broke, uh, they would replace it, and the monitor was replaced uh, because it fizzled out two years ago. But it tends to have good black on white, white on black uh, contrast for me. Hey, do you remember which one it was? Was it the Clearview or something else, or? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Today, today it would be what's called the Clearview Plus. Okay, thank you so much. Yes. Uh huh. Doctor Bill, I had another question, but I think there was a gentleman before me in the queue. Yeah, I think that was Todd from Vermont. Uh, yeah, Tom here. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make a comment, Doctor Bill. Uh, I'm much older than you. I got my first CCTV through the Veterans Administration in 1973. It was an Apollo. So they go all the way back to 73, and Visual Tech made one then, too. That's great, yes. Got me through college, I'll tell you that much. My vision was like 2200 then, and it's like 2120 now, so I don't use them too much, but... It, it got me through college, so and they weren't very good then either. So they weren't. <laughs> this is Richard, and I had um, I had went to two or three visual techs in elementary school. They, for some reason, kept getting vandalized, or the window would be busted, or I don't know what. But I I had two or three of them, and they were two or three different you know units attachments with a big old light bulb, the, the monitor, and then. The table, and it was a uh, quite a contraption. <laughs> it took a big, huge desk, but it worked. It worked.
worked for me. Yeah. Dr. Bill, uh, my last question for you, and thank you for addressing the other question. That, that was very helpful. And um, CCLVI has a video magnifier uh, uh, scholarship fund, and there's an association of blind citizens in Boston, I believe. If you write to them, they may grant you funds for up to half of what you request to purchase such equipment. Um, my last question is, you mentioned all these little vision centers out there that people can go and perhaps go to if they live close to one to um, experience and test drive these models. Are there any online publications or resources that people can go to or tap into regularly to stay up to date on the latest and greatest CCTV? And we all can't afford to go to conferences every year and we miss out on a lot of those, but are there online resources or telephone resources we can tap into where you get one or two or three different opinions on, on different products out there? Yeah, there is. Uh, one of the things is that for Airs LA, every week we do a review on what is the latest in technology. So if you go to www.airsla, that's A-I-R-S-L-A dot org, and there's a technology link, and you'll see on every week that we will discuss some of the new technology that's available. Uh, we also have in that Airs LA website, there's many, many other types of podcasts that are related to technology. So from the Blind Cool Tech, that's a great podcast, and they're always talking about new things in technology. You could also contact you could contact our center, Center for the Partially Sighted, and we'd be happy to talk to you about what's new, or you could tell us what kinds of problems you're having with your vision, and we could then help to direct you to narrow down a few of those kinds of video magnifiers. Our uh, phone number is 310-966. Seven seven three eight. That's three one zero nine six six seven seven three eight. Or if it's easier for you, you could simply send me an email and send me an email to Dr. Bill Foundation. That's D R B I L L Foundation at Gmail dot com. Dr. Bill, one one last resource. If I may? Yes, please. Um, the American Foundation for the Blind also uh, publishes, I think, every other month, Access World, and it's also an app on the phones, and it's online. I think it's a it's accessworld.com or asb.org slash accessworld, and it's an online publication where they often feature and uh, compare video magnifiers, um, video, other other devices, um, technology-based, and it's usually pretty fair uh, uh, reviews of products, and that's another publication that people could look at, look at, look forward to as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that, that is a great, great publication. And the other thing for all of you, too, uh, if there is something that you're interested in, if you, for example, know that you're interested in a desktop video magnifier, uh, you could always contact me and there's there's many times that we have patients or we even have vendors that will sell these video magnifiers at a very discounted price. 
So you could contact me if you're looking for something like that as well. Does anybody else have a question or a comment about a video magnifier that they may have heard about or seen or used? Okay. All right, great. Well, I want to thank all of you for your time, and again, I want to thank Mr. Dick Burden for taking the time to record this. This podcast is, again, it will be up at the cclvi.org website probably by early next week, and that web address is www.cclvi.org. That's www.cclvi.org. Also, it will be up at airsla at www.airsla.org. And there you'll find other podcasts that are going to be on technology. And lastly, you could also listen to this as well as other programs on the ACB radio. So to get more information there, go to acbradio.org, and you could then listen to some of the different shows that we've done in the past as well as future ones. So I thank you very much for your time, and we hope that you join us next month. We bring you more information on low vision. Good night, everybody.